You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. Welcome in. We are here for episode 71 of The Quest for 100. I am your host, one of two, Justin, and I'm here with my partner in crime as always, Brian. How's it going, Brian? I'm doing well, Justin. Doing pretty well. We're, we're on another quarantine quest. Yes. Yeah, we continue. I, I, I mean, maybe we're getting better at it. We'll see. This will be a good test of it. I think last episode went extra long, but it was it was a good conversation. Yeah, they're all good conversations. Come on, Justin. Yeah. I know. We enjoy well, no, them. I know. We enjoy them. Hopefully other people do. I think it's it's funny. I might have made a comment about this before, but it's definitely like like we're just catching up. Yeah. And uh, we're just chatting on the phone. And, oh, by the way, there's a bunch of people that are also going to listen in. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's actually something I looked forward to now every week because it's like, oh yeah, I get to I get to record the the quest for 100, and it gives me something to do because obviously I'm not yeah. doing anything else. Yeah, and more human interaction is always good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the episode today is on Costco, which is near and dear to this uh, community's heart. But before we get into the topic at hand. Uh, Brian, what do you what have you been up to in, in your quarantine world? Yeah, I, not much. I, I was actually, over the weekend, I was trying to clean out my office. So okay. I don't, I don't know how, you know, if you have an office space or anything at your house, but the way my office is basically set up is it's where all of my bills go that I, I just kind of throw them on my desk. And so about yearly, I, I try yeah. to do it at least once a year clean up the desk and actually make it somewhere that it's workable and now that we're doing this telecommuting thing i feel like i should actually somewhat use my desk and so i needed to clean up all the bills from you know uh, the past year or so that were just sitting there and i kind of went through a bunch of old stuff too and and you know found some stuff that my mom gave me uh like my old yearbooks and my old baseball cards and some like memorabilia stuff from when I was oh. in high school and all that kind of stuff. So that was kind of cool to, to look back on and, and, you know, realize that I still had. So yeah, that's pretty much all I did all, all weekend. What about you? Nice. A little less productive. I don't remember doing a lot of things around the house. I mean, cleaned up. We've been doing, I, I, I realized yesterday uh, I think I did the dishes twice that day. I mean, we had a little bit of a backup, but, and we've been cooking a lot, which is one, you know, I guess benefit to being home more, but with more cooking comes more dishes. So we're doing the dishes more. And I found myself like being kind of happy doing the dishes. Like I, I don't mind it. Like I, like I was, I was playing a video game and then I like took a break to go do the dishes like because yeah. i was like i'm okay with that yeah which is definitely weird uh i think we're all kind of getting to that point do you do this long enough you're like well like i don't, I don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over again and i'm i'm okay doing chores and uh, you have <laughs> enough time too so it's not like you're coming home and and you're home from work and it's right. you know 
five thirty, six o'clock, and then maybe at like ten or ten thirty or eleven, you're going to bed. So you only have a certain amount of time. It's like now we're just home all the time, and so it's yep. like, oh well, five or ten minutes to actually do this. That's not too bad. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I've been doing you know a little bit of that here and there, but but we have. I've I've started this with Alyssa, my wife. If you don't know, or for those that don't know, we are not necessarily every night, but uh, but most nights we are doing a new movie um, that we're trying out. So we we started with the Arsenal at, on HBO Go. Um, we've done a couple. We did like Shazam. We did flashback to uh, Usual Suspects, uh, which is an old one, and uh, we did Yesterday. Actually, we did that yesterday, which is oh, funny. Yeah. Nice. Um, uh, but yeah, we've been trying different movies. Some, some not so great. Some not bad. And uh, I think what I'm going to do, I'm probably going to just like be just to have something to talk about. Uh, I'm going to like post them on maybe my my social accounts and be like, hey, here are the movies we watched this week and my ratings on all of them and just like i don't know encourage people to i i think the thing that i'm i'm excited about is you know we'll watch some new movies but i also want to see some old movies that i've never seen before and and just kind of broaden my my respect and appreciation for some of the classics you know when you said shazam i honestly didn't know which movie you were talking about because uh-huh. you know that you know that whole like theory that there's Kazam with Shaq and then yep, people people in a certain generation they think that this movie called Shazam with Sinbad existed. Yep. Have you ever heard of that? Yeah, oh yeah, I'm a firm I I'm I'm one of the believers, or at least I was at one point. Yeah. And I decided to like do a ton of research into it. And there's like no proof of it, but it just, it messes with your mind. Yeah. So that's honestly, I was like, wait, is the Shaq one the real one or is the Sinbad the real one? And so then I could, I had to look it up just now. Yeah. But Shaq's the real one. But then I realized that wasn't even the right movie that you were talking about. (laughs) Nope. Nope. No, mine was the one that came out in the last like year or two with, I forget the name of the actor that's in it. He's kind of an relatively up and coming guy but it was meh i don't recommend that one yeah <laughs> okay good to know but all right but well, yeah that's, uh, that's what i've been up to all right well uh should we jump into some news sure all right you're a newsman i ever tell you otherwise you punch me in the face so justin for my costco news it actually comes from delish.com it's it's actually about an offering that Costco is doing for for the Easter holiday. So Costco okay. is going to be delivering a full Easter ham dinner for just about ten dollars per person. They're calling it the Schwann's Spiral Ham Dinner, and it includes a signature eight point five pound full cooked spiral sliced ham, roasted baby baker's potatoes, some Uh, southern style biscuits super sweet corn petite brussels sprouts signature old-fashioned apple pie and vanilla ice cream and so it's going to cost about 79.99 and this serves a total of eight people and you can order (laughs) it online right now 
and the orders arrive within about seven days from or five to seven days from when you order it or you can pick a preferred arrival date but uh, i just thought it was interesting that you know they're kind of giving you this whole package of offerings yeah you know and making easter easy and especially in during this time of self-quarantine and self-isolation although i don't know how many people are going to be able to get eight people all together yeah right. you know it is kind of a nice thing to have this all-in-one uh delivered well, option yeah well i i would say and and this is where i like i was slightly skeptical and then i'm like actually it's not that bad is serving sizes i'm always skeptical of i feel like you're probably one of those people as well uh uh just like a serving is like i could eat two <laughs> yeah and so like really it's probably a family of four and maybe there's some leftovers is really what it comes down to but but they are they are masters of of deals and just you know how i'm sure we'll talk about it throughout but just you know the way that they do business in bulk they can find these affordable offers to provide people and just really entice their customers so yeah it's not a shock but it's 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 cool that they're doing it especially during this time yeah and i mean especially i don't think they get enough credit for the delivery options um, oh yeah you know everybody think thinks of them as just this big warehouse and and that's about it but they do have online offerings and and you know this is just one of them yeah nice well, uh, on my side, you know, this is kind of a look at the last couple weeks, but as of this week, which is, you know, the last week of March, is the first time uh, in the last couple weeks since the pandemic actually ramped up that uh, Costco has uh, dropped in traffic. So it actually, this, this was shocking to me. So Costco traffic fell nine percent year over year for the third week of march which you'd think during this time right there's a lot of people that you know are still going to costco figuring stuff out still preparing for the worst kind of thing but it actually is is nine percent less but the one of the main reasons for that is because the second week of march traffic jumped 35 percent Wow! so everybody was going, you know, in mid-March uh, or a little bit earlier when all this stuff, and it was, it's breaking differently in every place, but just the amount of people that went um, is just kind of wild. And um, it's good to see that, you know, the situation is that as the situation improves, the consumer behavior kind of tends to return back to normal be- patterns and not just like a constant level of, I mean, we all saw this. I mean, there's uh, there's tweets and you know pictures of of just madness, chaos at at Costco, and that's one of the reasons why we we wanted to do this topic at this point. And uh, and so it's it's good to see that that's kind of drop dropped down. So Costco's stock has actually gained because of all this, but they've gained about twenty percent in the last year, um, which is a really nice bump. And I just thought, as as I was talking about some of the tweets and stuff, I, I found one that I thought was really funny. It wasn't in this news article, but it was related to everything that was going on. And uh, this person said, uh, God bless the hundreds of people doomsday prepping at Costco right now and still eating the little food samples sitting out <laughs> for everyone to touch. <laughs> Hashtag coronavirus. Yeah. And I was like, 
I thought about it and I'm like, yeah, I, I didn't go during that time, but I'd probably be still eating the samples. <laughs> yeah, we'll have so, to talk about that. Yes, yeah, we, we, we definitely, definitely will. But yeah, that was that was my news for, for this week. All right, well, in, in untraditional fashion, we're going to not quite bury the lead. And so we're yeah. not actually going to get into dropping knowledge. So let's unbury the lead and, and let everybody know where we're coming at from this topic. What's your Costco knowledge, Justin? Well, my knowledge is limited, um, but I'm probably no different than a normal, uh, an average Costco customer, I would say. Um, but I will say that, you know, just a little bit of a background. My my mom was a, a member for many, many years. Um, I don't know if she still is, but, you know, big proponent of, of buying in bulk, especially, I mean, I was one of five people uh, or one of five kids, youngest of five. And so, you know, when you got to feed all those people, Costco just works well. And, you know, she had businesses too, uh, where she would buy often from Costco. So definitely grew up with it, a part of our, our life. And um, when we came out to Seattle um, and you'll get into this, I'm sure in the history, but it being, you know, a local company and a lot of people out here were members and, we decided to to join. I think uh, maybe a year and a half ago, two years ago, um, as a mem as members, and uh, we did it for a year. And we didn't renew mainly because there's only two of us, and we didn't find the cost savings that we were looking for. But yeah. um, but we did do it for a year and and kind of have some experience with that. Yeah, I, I'm kind of in the similar boat. I definitely grew up with it. It wasn't necessarily close you know Pullman didn't have one so Clarkston Washington which was about uh, 30 miles from Pullman uh, was the closest one so it was always like a little trip to go to Costco but definitely you know spent spent a good amount of time growing up in Costco and and really actually enjoy Costco uh, the the stuff that they have I really just kind of love looking at and and while I probably won't buy, you know, a lot of the things that they have, just sometimes the offerings that they have are unique. And, and I think, um, yeah, I, I, we'll have to get into some of that a little bit later. But, you know, bought some different stuff there. And, and um, once I got into college, I used it a little bit. So, you know, my mom was a member, my uh, both actually both my parents were members. My mom got the American Express credit card. Uh, okay. And so, you know, was part of that, uh, which gets you the membership as well. And then, so I actually still have a Costco card to this day through, uh, with my mom. Nice. And, you know, haven't, uh, probably haven't been in, I don't know, two or three years. But, I mean, living by myself, like really the only thing I would ever go buy is, is toilet paper and like t paper towels and those type of things that kind of can stay for forever. Yep. And I literally think that the last time I went there, I bought toilet paper and I'm still on that set <laughs> of toilet paper. Um, yeah. You know, that's how long it lasts a person who's by themselves and, yep. uh, you know, is only here a, a little bit of the time. Um, obviously now working from home being here a lot more i'm going through a lot of this stuff faster so but you know up until this point i was not using 
the paper towels and, and toilet paper and, you know, some of the spices that I bought there, like very fast at all. So I wasn't going through it very fast, but that's kind of where I stand on it. And um, so let's, uh, let's get into some dropping knowledge. As we normally do, I'm the history guy and Justin is the stats guy. So we will start with the history of Costco. And before there was Costco, there was actually a thing called Price Club. And this was the first retail warehouse store. It was founded by Sol Price and his son Robert on July 12, 1976 in San Diego, California. The store was actually inside a series of old airplane hangers. And so, you know, that's where everything with this kind of big box store warehouse club started. James Singlegill started in the wholesale warehouse uh, distribution business by working at one of Soul Price's other stores called FedMart. And he combined with an attorney from Seattle, Jeffrey Brotman, and they opened their first warehouse store named Costco on September 15, 1983 in Seattle. Also in 83, they soon followed that by opening stores in Portland in October and then Spokane in December, which is in eastern Washington. Uh, in 1985, Costco went public. Uh, they also introduced their first hot dog cart and their first Canadian warehouse or international warehouse in Burnaby, Canada, hmm. just up north by uh, Vancouver, for those who don't know where that is. Okay. Uh, in 1986, they opened their first pharmacy at the Portland location, and then at their Tukwila location, that actually became the first one to have a fresh meat department. 1987 was th- their first uh, produce bakery and optical departments all opened. Uh, and then 1989, their first one-hour photo site opened in Chula Vista, California. So then in uh, 1993, this is when that price club uh, came back around and the two companies, price company and Costco actually merged and they formed Price Costco and Soul Price's first price club is actually still in business today and it's it's um, Costco warehouse number 401 if you're interested oh why 401 I have no idea that's weird yeah they just everywhere just said it was number 401 still in existence so I was like okay Sure. (laughs) Also in in 93, they opened their first UK branch in Essex and their first uh, Asian branch in Seoul, Korea, which I believe I saw somewhere that the Seoul, Korea one is actually one of their either their biggest or their their most profitable biggest revenue generator. Hmm. I can't remember, but that was a stat. So I was leaving that for you. (laughs) And then in, in 1995, they uh, opened their first gas station, which they're fairly well known for, um, right. you know, very cheap gas that, that a lot of people take advantage of. Uh, I remember we would go down to, to Costco in Clarkston just to get the gas because it was extremely cheap. Uh, in, in 1995, uh, Costco introduced its own private label called the Kirkland Signature. 
And this was deriving its name from the site of their then headquarters in Kirkland, Washington. And so, you know, I mentioned in the news section that it was the signature, you know, spiral ham and signature apple pie. Yep. Those uh, were the Kirkland signature um, and their own brand of product. So they actually decided to name it the Kirkland signature rather than, you know, something with Costco because they felt that branding it their own company's name wasn't going to resonate as well with consumers as coming up with kind of a unique brand name for their their products. Which is, you know, speaking to that, it's kind of funny you say that because as when I look at Kirkland brand, and this is even before coming out here, I looked at it and said, like, I just felt like it was a cheaper brand. And I didn't make a connection that that was like, you know, where it was from and all that other stuff. But like, I always just thought Kirkland was cheaper. And if they would have done Costco, I would have probably thought the same thing. They didn't really branch out in their branding of it, in my opinion. It's just very basic, like black, you know, very simple logo, um, but very, I don't know. It, it, it's interesting that they chose it because of that is, is all I'm saying. I, I guess I would say that I would be less, I, I would be similar to what they thought where I would be less uh, inclined to buy it if it said you know, Costco brand or Costco signature sure. than if it says something else. You know, if it says Kirkland signature, I feel like Kirkland signature, yes, it's it's a lower quality than you maybe get somewhere else or in something else, but that I'd be think it was even lower quality than if it was a Costco brand. Yeah, and you may be right. I just felt like they if they wanted to separate themselves, they should have done something more unique in a, the brand name. And logo, I, I just I felt think like the logo, it, yeah, for sure. It yeah. just feels generic to me. <laughs> ah, it is. I mean, it really is. Yeah. Like the, the one thing I buy regularly that's Kirkland Signature would probably be batteries. Kirkland Signature okay. batteries. It's probably the yeah. the most consistent thing that I buy. That that would be Kirkland Signature. They do create a golf ball that is a pretty darn good golf ball. I'm I'm glad you mentioned that because I've heard from multiple people about this and every time I went to Costco it's never there and what I heard from I think actually my father-in-law he mentioned that you almost at least what he does he buys them online yeah and that's how you end up getting them but because I mean for those that golf and someone who's who's not as good at golfing, you lose a lot of golf balls. So buying in bulk is very appealing. And so if they're decent golf balls, like why why not yeah. you know buy them in that way? Yeah. Yeah. So in uh, 1997, Price Costco actually changed its name to just Costco Companies. And I don't know that I would I even realized that it was Price Costco or anything like that. Like there was no familiarity of the name of price. And, and maybe that was just because of the region I was in, um, mm -hmm. you know, being so close to Costco, I don't think they obviously changed many. And maybe if I was in Southern California or, or more where the price clubs were, yeah. then that would have resonated a little bit better. But in 1998, Costco opened a B2B online shopping site 
at Costco.com. And so it started the internet craze in the 90s, kind of like everybody did. In 2006, they opened their first car wash facility in Seattle, which I didn't even realize they had a car wash facility. I may have to go check that location out just to see what it's like. Hmm. Yeah. I knew they did tires and, and, you know, car maintenance at places, but never a car wash. I've not seen that before. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So we talked about the credit cards and the American Express uh, and and my mom having the American Express, you know, Costco card. And that actually originally started in 1999. So I I don't know if you remember that Costco originally only accepted American Express credit cards. Otherwise, you had to pay with a debit card or pay in check. Do Do you recall that when you were growing up? Um, I... Don't I? I what? So did they? Sorry, did you say they accepted cash? They would accept cash. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm. I remember vaguely my mom paying cash for stuff because I don't think we had an Amex, and I don't. I mean, maybe she wrote checks. I can't. I couldn't remember, but I did know that they had some weird, you know, partner. Well, not weird, but just partnership deals where yeah. they were exclusive. Yeah, and and I just I think that was probably the last place that I remember people consistently writing checks, and my my parents would make sure they had to bring their checkbook down to, you know, Costco because originally they didn't. My parents didn't have the the Amex card. Uh, eventually, they did because they felt like, you know, the membership paid for the fees of the card and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but yeah, that was kind of the last place that it it was uh accepted but then in 2016 they actually switched their credit card provider and finally started to uh, accept visa cards so yeah. so yes. basically for 17 years they only accepted american express you could do debit cards uh debit cards were accepted okay. but but i think you know well, in the early 2000s i i didn't feel like debit cards were a, as big of a thing as they are now, you know, just from a security standpoint and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, you might be right. I, I will say that it is basically from what I know, they just shifted over from Amex to Visa. Yeah. So it's still exclusive. So my, like, for instance, I have a MasterCard and when I go there, I, I always purchase everything I do is on one MasterCard. And so when I go there to purchase stuff, I have to pull out my debit card, which is a Visa. And use that instead which i never really like doing um because i like i like paying off the credit and getting bonus points and all that but it's just weird i it's i always feel like it's an inconvenience when i'm there even though visa i'm glad it's visa now because amex is just it's just really not very widely accepted um and so not many people have it um and i'm sure they probably dealt they probably had a long contract with them and then they decided you know what like our customers where you can get a long-term contract with a more widely accepted thing. Yeah. But also I think uh, on, on the flip side though, I think it was genius because it probably had a ton of people who would sign up for their Amex, you know, Costco card and you know, that would be their Costco card and then Amex would kind of reap the benefits. And so like, I, I don't think I would, yeah I don't think I would sign up for a, a Visa Costco card because you know so many other places 
provide visa cards right um, and it's so widely accepted but um, yeah yeah so then uh the last uh well i got two more things uh in august uh 2019 china actually opened their first costco and on their opening day they actually had to uh close early because crowds overtook the store so much similar to like a black friday type of atmosphere yeah they were just selling out of everything basically because it was such a a new idea to china to have this warehouse store open up uh they couldn't even make it through their first full day uh, which yeah. i thought was interesting and i vaguely remember uh hearing a little bit about that but you know i i don't know that i necessarily put it all together uh, and then, yeah. and then the last uh, little bit I have is: Have you seen the movie American Pie? Yes. Apparently, reportedly, and, and based off of IMDb, the apple pie, the infamous apple pie from that movie, was bought at Costco. <laughs> what? That's funny. Yeah. So that that's Costco claims the fame to American Pie. Yeah. Why not? Well, uh, I'll jump into some stats here on our lovely topic of Costco. So as of 2019, so as of late last year, Costco is ranked number 14 on the Fortune 500 rankings of the largest United States corporations by total revenue. Um, They actually have 785 warehouses now. And that's now in 13 different countries, and 70% of which are located in the United States. As as you'd guess, with it being kind of the home state, Costco is the number three largest employer in Washington State. Hmm. I think they're last measured at um, like 245,000 or something like that. I have to I have to double check that, but but they're the number three largest employer. And really, is that for so they got to be behind Boeing, I would think. And um, sorry to throw you on the spot, but no, I'm uh, I so most, most, I know most states like the number one is normally like a healthcare provider. Oh. So it, it's actually a little bit different for um, this. So, according to the, the Puget Sound Business Journal, and this is Actually, no, this is this is ranked by revenue. Let me look by employees here. Yeah, here we go. So the number one for employees is actually Amazon. So they're at 566,000. Starbucks is next. Really? And then Costco. Um, really? Now you have to think about like statewide. Like if you look at just Seattle area, then like, I mean, Boeing's huge, but you kind of get into... Like, I mean, I I think I guess Boeing has other locations. I don't I don't know about Boeing in, yeah. in state or statewide, but um, but yeah, but there's so many locations in this area with Costco and just the amount of you know people working well, each store. Yeah, and, and headquarters. And, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So so yeah, they're they're actually uh, the number three in terms of employees, and Boeing's actually not in, in the top five. They have uh, Microsoft as four and and T-Mobile as five. Wow. Um, yeah. Huh. Which is so, it was surprising to me. I was expecting Boeing uh, as well. But. I guess technically they moved their headquarters to Chicago. So, right. Yeah. Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. 
so that that could be part of it but you just think about the massive facilities though that they operate in the yep. area and hmm, okay well yeah. uh good job costco yeah i know well done um and so they actually boast i say this they report that they have about 98 million members worldwide and uh you mentioned this earlier too i thought i don't think i was i didn't know what to expect i expected a low number for this but four percent of costco's sales come from e-commerce i mean they i knew it would be low because people don't think about costco as a esports or esports e-commerce experience yeah and and you can even see like i i shopped a little bit online and their shopping experience is not ideal yeah um it's it's pretty bare bones and they they've just pride themselves in that in-store experience and you know their cost savings from that and i think it works i mean obviously it works really well for them they're ranked number 14 in fortune 500 companies so yeah i think i i read somewhere that it wasn't until recently that they actually even switched over to some of the the modeling that amazon and some of those other online retailers have with the free shipping and you know free two-day or those type of things so it kind of makes sense that they are fairly limited in you know that that sales market or the demo the um I don't know what what you have a fancy word for that in the marketing term, the uh, that uh, arena or you know the, like EMA. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah, designated market area. There yeah. you go. Yeah, that's what I was I looking for. But yeah, yeah. So it's only been in the last couple of years that they even switched over to that you know free shipping kind of rush delivery op- yeah. option. So, you know, maybe in the next couple of years, it, it, that might go up a little bit. But, yeah, it would make sense why they're so low. Yeah, and I, I'm with you. I think, you know, I, I, I'm i not shocked, but I, I also wouldn't be shocked if they're arming themselves for, you know, times where you have to rely heavier on online. I mean, Amazon's a perfect example. I mean, Costco was kind of a, really a Costco, Target, and Walmart, you know, were – uh, kind of exceptions, you know, people are afraid to go outside with all this stuff going on, yet they're willing to go to a Costco yeah. to grab all their stuff. And so while I think that will stay relatively consistent, you do want those people that are really don't want to leave their house to have some option to be able to order stuff. And that's why Amazon still, you know, is, is you know, at, there's a lot of companies that have been hit with this and Costco is not one of them, but, but Amazon has even though they've gone down, they have not gone down to the level of, you know, loss that, that may, so many other companies have seen with the stock market. Um, so, you know, I, I think that model will evolve for Costco, if, in my opinion. But yeah, so this was actually interesting. You know, you mentioned the marketing side of things. So this is as of a couple of years ago. So take it for what it's worth. This is as of 2016. But the club sends direct mail and coupons to existing members but spends $0 on marketing itself to the larger public. Yeah. And so uh, the, some numbers to contrast this again is a couple, couple years ago. And I'm sure these numbers, I'm, I'm actually positive that these numbers have increased, but Amazon spends more than 7 billion in marketing. Uh, Walmart spends around 3 billion, um, wow. according to Motley Fool. So there's a lot of money being spent and yet 
and or in their case not spent in marketing and they are still competing with these companies yeah significantly and it's it's just wild i i'd be curious with like with amazon you know obviously it's online but there's not really a I could be wrong. There's not really a a really heavy competitor to Amazon via their online shopping experience. And other companies are trying to, you know, offer their version of it. Obviously, those work. But I just, I I wonder if Amazon will shift to spending less in the future because people just know Amazon and they know that when they want to buy something online, that Amazon is an op- option for them. Yeah. Um, and they may not need to spend as much anymore. And, and, and Costco, you know, I don't know if they ever spent, I'm sure they have, but you know, I wonder if they'd ever shift to a Costco model where they're like, Hey, we don't need people just talk about us. We yeah. don't need, we're going we to need dive into money. Amazon at some point. Yes, definitely. I I'm intrigued to learn more about them, but yeah. So a couple quick, quick stats on on just some of the items uh, within Costco. So this might sound like a lot, but there are 4,000 products in a typical Costco. And for comparison, the average Walmart uh, usually carries around 120,000 products. Oh, so wow. Holy cow. Significantly more products uh, in a Walmart. Now, individual it, it, products not necessarily like how many items are actually in them right like different items yeah yeah, yeah. so because yeah that there's there may be more in a costco but like but just the amount of different products in a walmart is great they're just different stores they compete and you you know you have sam's club which is you know the walmart version of it but but like it's just very different. And I, I always thought that like, there's not a ton of options at Costco. It's just that the options are cheap and they're in bulk. And so, yeah, I thought that was kind of an interesting number. They sell 76 million rotisserie chickens annually. And it's one of their highest, one of their most sold items, which I don't, I don't know if you knew this, but so it's a three pound bird and they sell for $5. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty, pretty darn cheap. Uh, and apparently they actually lose money on selling them at that price. Yeah, I, I did see that. That in the, and I'm sure you're going to get into it, that in the pizza. I actually don't have anything on the pizza. Oh, man, you don't have anything on the pizza. No, you are... I, I stuck to the items not at the, uh, not at the, uh, the food court. Thing or the food court. Well, so they, they apparently, the pizza and the, the rotisserie chicken are they're kind of lost leaders and and uh they actually say that they specifically position the chicken all the way at the back of the store so people have to walk all the way through the the uh store in order to get to that chicken huh so this is well this isn't doesn't answer your question i was curious to look up some things about the food court and this this one said that Costco is the 15th largest pizza chain in America. I saw that. I saw that. They are in the top 20 of the pizza chains in America from their food court. Crazy. Yeah, that that is so – that's funny. But no, I I did pull another one on food was that they sell 
uh, 5 million pies every year, which, you know, is a fair number. Uh, but one third of them are within a three day period before Thanksgiving. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. Can you imagine stocking up for like, you probably have so many pies that are just like waiting there for that, that mad rush for Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's uh, wild. And then uh, my last and final stat is that uh, one fifth of Kirkland signature labels uh, is their toilet paper. And you mentioned this being, uh, you know, a big, big piece of this. So Costco sells more than 400 million worth of toilet paper annually, making up 0.4% of their total revenue is due to toilet paper. Wow. Um, and I, I thought this was interesting too. So Costco employs toilet paper engineers to review and test the product before it gets to customers. Huh. So they take it seriously. And I would too, if you make $400 million every year on it. Yeah. And um, I'm sure they made a lot more in the last week too. Yes, definitely. So, but yeah, that was, that was it for me. All right. Well, let's uh, jump into some friendship tests. We just become best friends. Yep. All right, Justin. So you did no research on the amazing food court that is. <laughs> well, let's not say that. I... I just did no stats on it. Okay. Well, yeah. So that that's your research. So, <laughs> so what's your favorite food court item? Yeah. So uh, I'm. I, can I can can you answer the question first, and then I want to give you mine. Is that possible? Is that fair? Sure. Do do you do you know what the the list? I know of... what my answer is. Oh, but I, I want you know. to answer first. Well, I would say, kind of put me on the spot because I was going to think about it for a little bit. <laughs> um, I would say that my favorite food court item would probably be I mean that's hard I because I, I kind of have to just go with the like regular like um Sunday like or not the Sunday the the frozen yogurt the chocolate okay. frozen yogurt I think that's probably the best item I mean hot dogs okay uh, and I would get it when I was younger but I I just yeah Pizza's okay. I wouldn't say it's great. Yeah, I'll just go with the yogurt. Okay. So I I am I don't know what the right oh, word is. Oh shoot! I didn't what? scroll down far enough. I forgot about the churro. Oh. Gonna okay. have to go with the churro. Yeah. Okay, that's yep. fair. Yeah. Easy. Um. So for me, I uh, I don't know if I I'm a good judge of this so take it for what it's worth but i don't have one and it's because i don't really like it <laughs> I, I i you would think the alignment of cheap food and indulgence i went we went like a couple times once or twice um you know in the last year to the food court when we we're there because you know it's part of the experience and i just was like meh like I didn't really like it and I think the thing I was most disappointed with everybody raves about the chicken bake yeah. and yeah I thought it was gross like I 
every I just don't understand the love of chicken bake. I'm kind of glad you didn't say it because I would have been more disappointed. I just like it's just not good. It just tastes like a hot pocket, and I don't know. I feel like I grew out of hot pockets like 15 years ago. I gotta and... say I don't know if I've ever had the chicken bake. I think the pizza, uh, the hot dogs and the Polish dogs and you know the yogurt would, and parfaits and churros yeah. are the only thing that I've ever really I will say it. that the pizza I did try the pizza the pizza's fine but if it is very very hard to mess up a pizza unless you burn it I've I've ran across very not very many pizzas that if the you know toppings are fine or not crazy to have a bad pizza it's very rare um so i don't think it's hard to, what they're doing with the pizza but i guess if i had to pick one i'd probably say the pizza um i know that uh, Alyssa is a big fan of the 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 not shakes but the uh, like smoothies. smoothies berry smoothies um, yeah yeah the berry smoothies are are really good um i i think they're they're fine but i, mean, I don't know it, I, I i thought i would like them and i went in with an open mind and i came came out disappointed i mean the thing is though the the hot dog or the polish dog and a soda for a dollar 50 are you kidding me like at that price i don't really care what it tasted like it's a good (laughs) it's it's a good hot dog that's fair and you get the soda yeah you get the soda so like for a dollar 50 that's pretty good yeah no i yeah it's fair well uh speaking of food though Brian, do you do you taste the samples? Like, I want to know more about your sample game here. Yeah, I I do taste the samples. Depends on what they are too. I think I have to try things that I know I'm interested in. I I'm not just gonna go and taste the samples of things that I know I will never buy. Okay. I will, I will try things that if if I'm gonna try it, I'm gonna potentially buy it. It's not just like going around and, and tasting the samples just to taste it. If I actually like it, I'm going to buy it. All right. Well, that's that's good to know. But so I, it's interesting, though, because so for me, I am someone who I won't try everything. I know some foods that I don't like. So I'm not going to try something with mushrooms in it if I know I don't like mushrooms. But I will try if, it, if the mo- the main ingredients are fine like usual things i might eat i almost always will get a sample unless there's a long line and if it looks really good i will also wait for the sample if it's cooking will you do that i don't i i can't yeah i might walk back by later but i will not just stand there and wait for a sample interesting now do you let's say you have I don't know what a good example is, but let's say it's a potato chip and you love this potato chip. Yep. It's your favorite potato chip. You know, you love it. It's your favorite potato chip. Yep. If they're sampling it, do you go and get a sample of it? Oh yeah. Okay. So do I, 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 for, I like, I like the option of trying new things, but I also, I'm like, if you're handing out stuff I like that, I know I like, I'm going to eat that too. (laughs) I don't need, not that I need the sample, but I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, I'm I'm sampling with every intent to potentially buy the thing. I'm not just but, sampling to sample. 
but but here's the thing like it, it are you saying the the purpose of a sample is so you can figure out if you like it or not yeah. and then you buy it yeah but if you already know you like it then you're actually going against the premise of a sample well i know i'm going to buy you it you should so. just buy it well i i know i'm interested in buying it and so then i i will sample it and buy it Okay, I, that's fair. I, I guess it sounds. I mean, same, it sounds like way. you may sample stuff that you have no intention of buying, though. Even Definitely. if you like it. Definitely. Even if but you like it. No, that I, I I am not that way. Like if I like it, I'm gonna get it. I'm yeah. Like, if I say something's really good, but I also like I'm willing to try some things that might be something that I'm not. You know, maybe I'm not super gung ho about. Like I, I did. But the, if you um, try it and then you like it, are you going to go buy it? I would say 60 to 70% of the time, yes. See, if I, I if I tried it and it, I was kind of on the fence and then I tried it and I liked it, I would go buy it. No doubt. No see, question. I mean, there, there's some – there's the reason why I, I think about it this way is I think the last time that we went, I was on Whole30. And I was like, all right, I'm trying to eat healthy, but I'll try this thing. It's like, all right, well, I don't need to buy a bunch of this thing because it's not good for me. But right I know now, it's good. but would yeah. you buy it later? Uh, potentially, if I remember. Yeah. So I guess there's some intent there. Like, I don't there... go in and, and eat just. See, that's, that, that's the weird thing. I think we're saying the same things here, but I wouldn't go and try something and then be like, yeah, I'm not going to buy that if I love it. Like, that just doesn't make any sense. I, uh, Unless it's super expensive for whatever reason, but um, I don't know. I think we're 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 relatively the same. I'm I'm a little bit more exploratory in my sampling than you are, um, but I think we'll both eat a fair amount of samples. Yeah. All right. Well, how do, how do you shop? Are you like do you and Alyssa go by yourselves to to pick up all these items, or do you kind of team up with people and and say you know maybe split? the uh two gallons of milk that come together or or the yeah. massive thing of olive oil that comes you know that comes in a pack of two or whatever it might be yeah so we typically we typically will do it alone um with just the two of us and sometimes we'll divide and conquer but we've also done uh I, this was kind of a new concept to me and that's why I, I wanted to bring it up but um just like the group outing where you just tag team with a couple of your friends and they get to utilize the discount and then you split everything up at the end. Um, you know, you have two different carts or whatever you need to do, but, but it actually worked really nicely uh, because we don't, we're not going to, with being a, a two people, we're not going to go through a lot of this stuff very quickly. So to be able to, you know, bring in up to a, another couple, for instance, that can, you know, split a lot of this stuff. Like it actually works out nicely. I feel like Costco's built in mind of like large families or families of four plus. Yeah. And so, you know, when you do that, like it actually kind of works out nicer. You get a better, better cost, or at least you waste less, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't done the uh, team up stuff since college. I think that was probably the last yeah. time I've, I've like combined with people on doing that. Uh, now owning a home, I will say that I've, you know, it, living in an apartment, there's just absolutely no way you go to Costco. Living in a home, it, 
it makes me go to Costco every every you know once in a while because then I can stash you know the massive amounts of toilet paper or paper towels in my garage or whatever it might be. Uh, you know, I can kind of stash them away. Now, the one thing I run into is that I forget that I have them there because they might be, you know, in a location that I don't necessarily see. Uh, so I might have bought something there a while ago. A good example is like some, I have some uh, Swiffer, sweeper type stuff. And I didn't realize I had extra packs of those. Uh, and I just ordered some on Amazon and then I found the ones that, I had bought at Costco years ago, so those type of things I I run into if I if I stash my the large allotment of stuff too well, then I don't ever see it. Yeah. Okay. Well, what's uh, what's kind of the weirdest, most unique thing you've bought, if anything, at at uh, Costco? Yeah. So this actually. And and we won't have to go back all the way in the day to this, but uh, I, I did think of this while we were we were talking. The most unique thing I think I've ever gotten from a Costco would be a go kart. My parents got a me a go kart for Christmas one year, and huh. they were selling them at Costco. And I saw them at Costco, and I was instantly hooked and wanted it for my Christmas present and I can't remember how much it was I mean a couple hundred bucks I think but it was a little go-kart I I, honestly I barely even fit in it even at that (laughs) age because they they were so small but I've actually ridden it uh I would say in college or high school so I was you know six three at that point so I could probably still fit in it it wasn't you know it was actually intended to be a two-person go-kart and there's no way now it can be a two-person go-kart there's no way you can fit two people in it when i first got it you could fit two people in it but uh yeah that that used to be fun to drive around in the wheat fields and and uh you know on the gravel road and all that kind of stuff so that's probably the weirdest thing i got at uh, a costco what about you yeah I uh I I can't really compare. I I'm trying to think through weird uh unique things I've bought at Costco. I I will say I, I don't think I have anything to, is in short, but I will say that, you know, I find myself looking more in when I when I go to Costco I get bored at certain points yeah. and I'll either start bouncing around cuz like Alyssa will do the main shopping and she has kind of the list of what she wants and all of that. And she'll wander around too. But sometimes I'll be like, Oh, I'm just going to go over here. And you know, I, I find it odd to buy clothes at Costco, but it actually, I kind of like some of their clothes. I think they have uh, some good stuff. We'll buy, uh, we'll buy like, uh, not all States have this, but just like bulk alcohol, like a, a case of or a couple cases of beer or like liquor and like it comes in larger quantities it's not really weird but um to buy you know that type of thing is it's kind of nice and in like a big quantity like that and i don't know like I, I i'm i'm intrigued by like some of those bigger areas like the tent there's like a camping area we looked at furniture there like they they kind of have a little bit of everything yeah and I like looking at that stuff, but I I never pull the trigger. But I did I did find uh, I don't want to get the number wrong, um, but I'm gonna guess anyway, based off memory. They sell like a ring that's like 
$450,000 or something like that. It's like one of the more, it's like the most expensive item that they sell. And uh, so they're like jewelry section is no joke. Like they have some crazy expensive things over there. You know, I've heard of people getting wedding rings at Costco and it sounds so like, why would you ever do that? Like, it's like a discounted version of it. It's like, no, they're just a jewelry store, just like any other place too. And um, so they do sell unique items for sure. I think I've actually, I think my tent, my camping tent is from Costco. Uh, My Christmas tree, my artificial Christmas tree from Costco. I believe at least one of my TVs is from Costco. Oh, nice. Yeah. But I will say, I will say that, that, um, I guess it's like the fifth, like right when you walk in, I mean, Costco's are all set up almost the exact same, right? They're almost structured. Like you have your, you walk in through the TVs, you know, and then they're kind of separated by the clothes down the middle, books, books and clothes and candy down the middle. And, and then, um, the, uh, like kind of utility stuff on the right and all the food on the left or in the, in the back. Right. I yeah. Will, I will say that like fifth row in on the right hand side where you get like the kind of vacuum type stuff and house cleaning type stuff and home wares. I love walking through there and just like seeing what's in there. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I just kind of the non food and, and like, you know, toiletries and all that other stuff. Like that's where I get into these like unique areas that I find myself like, Ooh, that'd be cool someday. Or that'd be interesting. <laughs> and, and looking at future purchases through there. Yeah. Yeah, it's always kind of interesting. Uh, I I don't know how you strategize or go through, but I'm always like walk through the TVs, walk up that right hand side and through all those aisles, uh, make it to the food. I never really walk down the center unless I know I need something in the center. Um, yeah, and and then like even the pharmacy area, like towards the back or like towards the the end, I guess of my kind of U shape. Uh, yeah. I never really even make it into there unless I know I need something in there. Everywhere else, yeah. I'll just kind of like walk through. But that that yeah. area and the middle area, it's like I need to know I need something. I I'm I'm kind of similar. I though I will say like initially because I always go with Alyssa and we will the electronic area is one of the first areas that is there and um, I almost always like. Alyssa will just won't even stop for a second on the electronic area. And I always have to stop. So I'll pull away. Usually I'm pushing the cart at that point, but I'll pull away and be like, all right, I just need a couple minutes. I might not even need anything, but I, I'm just like drawn to, yeah. you know, all the stuff there. And, um, and then I'll like catch up with her later. But after that, I just kind of follow along and just, go the path and then eventually when i get bored i'll venture off again and <laughs> go look at you know something different or unique one thing uh, i i did learn in my research and you talked about uh the liquor and and you know selling of of wine wine is actually a, a big seller of theirs i know that yeah um, and you can actually get some pretty good wine there for pretty cheap yeah. but uh they actually apparently used to sell uh jack daniel's whiskey by the barrel Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. 
That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I guess with stuff like that, you can age and, you know, you can have it for a long time. Yeah, I just wonder how you dispense that and, like, I don't know. I don't know how you would pour that know. out or, like, do you have to, like, tap it like a keg or I just don't know how that would work. So I don't, I don't know either. I mean, maybe a, a, a bar is buying it or something, but that's yeah. just that's a lot of whiskey. Yeah, well... Uh, we haven't had any whiskey, so I think we'll be a little bit okay in this delusional thinking. Speak for I'll, yourself, Brian. Only imagine if we had, you know, <laughs> tapped into a barrel of Jack Daniels whiskey. Yeah. But let's uh, jump into delusional thinking. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. So, all right, Brian, you got a tough decision. Would you rather be locked? in a costco for one week yeah or an ikea for one week yeah so this is a good one and, and it's kind of subtly good because when you th yes. think about it you kind of have to think of it as a whole and like okay you know maybe like right now we're we're all stuck at home and we have some furnishings and everything and and Costco, yes, has furnishings and like they sell beds and all of that type of stuff. But yep. but that hard cement everywhere, they, they mm. don't really have like a nice rug area that you know has the rugs down. They may be selling rugs, but in terms of like you know the gallery, if you will, that is in IKEA, they don't have that setup. You know, food options and and drink options are there, and you you have plenty of those. Um, you know, if you, uh, I mean, any of the frozen stuff, if you need to cook it, there's probably microwaves and ovens and all that type of stuff that that mm -hmm. could be utilized. As far as IKEA, IKEA would be more homely, and and you could you know vary it up each night. Maybe you're sleeping in a different gallery and on a different bed and testing them all out and in, in a different experience and. You know, you you can kind of uh, get by with the food options that they have at the food court. Uh, lots of Swedish meatballs might be on your your menu almost daily, if not uh, yep. every meal. Um, I I really don't even know what else they offer at the food court. <sighs> yeah, man, this is hard because like I feel like you have the good of the food on one side. And the good of the furnishings on the other. Sure. Yeah. I think I'm going to, I may, if we would extend this out to longer than a week, I may have to pick the other one. But I'm going to have to go with Ikea because I think for a week I could handle eating, you know, very limited options. Yeah. I think I would have less of a hard time with the sleeping arrangements and and the areas to to kind of lounge and things like that in ikea than i would on the hard cement floors of of costco i mean you even look at the all the people who are working there they put rubber mats underneath their feet so that they aren't standing on the hard you know cement flooring yeah so, so i feel like i'm gonna have to go ikea so I guess a good question to, that we should clarify, or, or I guess how you're, I want to know how you're thinking about this is are, 
are you locked in the Costco or Ikea by yourself with no one else? Or is there actually customers that come and go every day? I think I was thinking it was it was coming and going every day. And like you couldn't okay. you couldn't necessarily like fully disrupt the Costco by like um, you know, going and and using all the bedding and and all of that mm. type of stuff and, and kind of building your own area is kind yeah. of how I was thinking of it. And so you kinda had to use as is during the night and you know and then during the day you'd have access to the samples in Costco you'd have the access to the food court you'd have access to the food court at Ikea those type of things but uh, it wasn't like you're by yourself in a Costco for seven full days with nothing else yeah. going on yeah I think that does uh, you know as, as I think about this that does definitely influence this a little bit because my first my thought my initial thought after hearing you talk about it and me thinking about it is that Costco is actually the best choice. And I'm, I, I may stick with that. I'm not sure I'm going to talk this through, but I liked the premise of like, you can get mostly everything you may want um, to live for a week from a furnishing standpoint in a, in a Costco, like you can create that experience. Now to your point, if there's people coming every day, you could potentially do that at night uh, but then you'd have to spend time putting everything back and that may, you know, take take some time and not necessarily be ideal. I think Costco, you're you're correct in that if this was a longer question, this would be close to a no-brainer for me. And I think mainly because of the food options to be able to be like, all right, I'm eating, you know, whatever, this tuna tonight or I'm going to have, you know, they have a fresh baked area you can have a pie every night if you wanted like there's a variety of things plus the food court and i think that's appealing uh, on the costco side the ikea is is weird for me and i think the thing that i'm getting stuck on is almost like being a uh was it like a uh, lab rat or a like under scope kind of thing for whatever reason i keep thinking this like you go and you sit and you hang out in that display and people are walking by and looking at you hanging out in that display the entire time now costco on the other hand is a little bit is worse or could be worse construed as worse because there's not really a spot where you can feel comfortable when there's a lot of people there so you're just kind of moving around and being a customer which i guess you could do with with ikea but ikea i would want to just sit on the couch and watch tv and there's just going to be all these people walking by um but how do they know you're not just a customer that's testing it out they don't know but i would feel like they know (laughs) and that that might like drive me a little insane I, I I don't know why it sounds it I'm feeling delusional right now. It, it doesn't sound rational, but I'm leaning towards Costco and I just think that there's enough there that I could survive for a week. I like my variety and options of food, so that's a pro for me. I'll probably create a makeshift version of a bed and whatnot for nights and make do and put things back. But 
I, it's 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 close. It's really close. And I but I think I give the nod to Costco. Yeah. All right. Well, I I don't think either way. I think it's going to be a tough decision and and not ideal and delusional I actually, of something. I will say I will say this though, Brian. Before you finish that statement, I, if this was like a challenge or whatever, I would be excited to do it. Either one. Yeah. It's it's weird. Don't get me wrong. It's maybe not ideal. Yeah. But if you give me free reign and I can eat and do whatever I want, you better believe it. I'm going to like every night I'm going to be popping up the tent. I'm going to have like, you know, a nice meal. I'm going to, I don't bouncing around, checking out different things. I think it'd be fun either way. You, uh, you know, it, one maybe. thing I don't know that Costco has is showers. Ooh. But Ikea but does. But does Ikea? Oh yeah. They w- working showers? Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure they could get it to be working. The fact well, that they the fact that they have the shower like display even if they couldn't get it working, you could get enough water to make it like a a bath or, you know, like a bathtub. I guess, but where how are you draining that thing? It's just display. Yeah, leave it. Use a different <laughs> one for each day. <laughs> oh jeez. They're going to hate you. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Well, uh, uh yeah. Anyway, well, uh, I, I we we appreciate you all for for tuning in, uh, listening in to our rambling about Costco. Hopefully, you had some fun. Um, you know, we were seventy one episodes in. It's it's crazy how fast this still feels like it's moving. Um, but uh, come along for the rest of the ride. We uh, we're on Apple, Google, Spotify, as I'm sure most of you know by now. But um, but also follow us on Twitter at the Quest for 100, at Facebook uh, at Quest for 100 Podcast, and on Instagram at the same Quest for 100 Podcast. All right. Well, until next time, uh, I don't know how long we're going to do this quarantine quest, but uh, <laughs> until next time on the Quest for 100. Quest for 100.